0: You need capital to scale your business. There's no way around it, and we got the solution for you. If you want to get anywhere from at least 50,000 upwards of 500k in funding. As long as you have a 680 credit score, no negatives, at least 5 positive primaries, we got you. Text the word funding to 914-353-4741. Funding to 914-353-4741. Enjoy the episode. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast, or CAT, where we provide you with beneficial information to change your situation. My name is Michael Benjamin. I'm the CEO of Consumer Ammunition Tactics, or CAT, where we leverage your credit, give you that consumer law education, and just help you get to the next level. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the episode of the CAP Podcast, Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast. I got a special guest on the episode today. I got Key Darden. I'm going to read her bio and we're going to get straight into it. So Key Darden, she's a Howard University alum with an economics major. She ventured into credit repair in 2017 after she had challenges with her own credit. Frustrated by inadequate results from two different companies, she took matters into her own hands She repaired her own credit started her own venture to assist others. Now she's a seasoned realtor in Houston, Texas, 28-year-old Maryland native. She's passionate about guiding individuals towards financial freedom through education and empowerment. Welcome to the podcast, Key. How you living?
1: I'm good. Happy to be here. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I'm excited, and I'm just ready for what you have for me.
0: Most definitely, most definitely. We appreciate your time. We know you know you're showing houses you're fixing credit you know what i'm saying doing all that so can we hear a little bit about just yourself how you grew up um you know how you stepped into credit things like that
1: okay so originally i did not have any intentions on being a credit repair consultant um i think life sometimes just kind of like gives you a curveball and you kind of like got to figure yourself out um my story is really deep deep um, and it's not nothing that I'm not able to share, but it's, um, it's very long. So I'll just say that the way I got into my predicament, obviously I did mess my credit up, but I had, I was, I became friends with somebody who promised me that they were going to make me this millionaire by the age of 25. So he asked me what my credit score was. The goal was supposed to, I'm going to get you houses. I'm going to get you this. You're going to be a millionaire. just all these false promises. Um, this time I'm taking out loans, I'm taking all this money out, I'm giving all the money to him because he's like, I'm investing you. No, it didn't work that way. He was like a con artist, took all my money and then when I couldn't do nothing else, um, he blocked me. So that was really the story behind all of that. Um, and it was really, really hard for a while to like to, like, even talk about it. Because at that time, you got to understand, like, I always knew that, you know, at 18, I'm pulling off the no. At 18, I had a 775 credit score. My parents instilled that in me. They instilled that your credit is like your SSA card. You don't want to lose it. You know, you always want to have good credit. And so... At, you know 21 I think I got my first BMW drove it off the lot you know brand new I mean I was just doing a lot and no, actually I was 19 well regardless of the situation I was you know I, I had accomplished a lot of things at a young age in other words so just going from that going through that period and having my credit go bad and I had nothing to show for it um relying off somebody else it was very detrimental to me to be honest um and like I paid I remember paying like lexington law to help me they did not they didn't do anything for me and i ended up paying this other guy in baltimore from where i'm from uh when i i'm not from baltimore but in maryland whatever um he was from baltimore i paid him to fix my credit and he got some things off but it was more so of me having to keep reminding him i felt like my credit wasn't being worked on so i had to reach out to him so i have remember giving him my last eight hundred and fifty dollars on my credit card not so. I was like, I really just want you to help me. So, after just realizing how much money I was ditching out on trying to get myself back, I told myself, I'm going to just learn this shit myself. Um, I started working on my credit, my mom's, my dad's, my brothers, my sisters, everybody in my family, uh, my friends, I was working on their credit. And um, I got my first client from Instagram. She was from North Carolina. I never seen her a day in my life, I didn't know nothing about her. She just gave me that chance. And from that point on, I knew this was my calling. So I said, you know, at the time when I was going through what I was going through, I didn't understand it. Like, I was like, God, why would you allow me to mess my credit up? And just imagine not being able to have, utilize your credit cards. And I'm going to talk about that later on. I want to have a transparency moment. But imagine not, imagine being able to have credit cards and you're able to utilize them to going from having bad credit to not even help with additional support of other people's other people's money. So it's like now, you know, coming from that hurdle, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm glad that I was able to move forward because at the time I didn't understand it. I was upset. But I turned that, you know, I turned my testimony into something amazing. I -hmm. built my credit, I know I built my credit repair business. I've been in business since 2017. Um, Mm -hmm. I've helped over Five to ten. I want to say ten thousand people, because you know, per year, I'm I'm averaging like two thousand clients per year. To be honest, so I mean, imagine having your story not only help you make money, but help others. And that's how mm-hmm. I looked at it for me. This wasn't my calling, but God let me here. This is where it took me. So now I had to understand that, you know, although you went through this at that time, look at where it puts you. So it was mm-hmm. like, it was a blessing and it was a lesson. And it was a like, a it was a lesson. What was it? It was a blessing. Blessing in disguise. Yes. It was a blessing in disguise. You know, yes. I'm thankful for that. You know, I'm thankful mm-hmm. for those hard times. Um, It's not until you realize you got to go through some things to get through some things, to get through some things, to be great at some things. So, yeah. you know, I'm thankful. I'm thankful.
2: Most
0: well, definitely. Not as deep. I'm going to be transparent. I went to your page and I'm seeing your page, you know, you're teaching, you're doing all this uh, real estate days, you know, smiles and everything. You don't look like what you've been through that kind of situation. So I just want to stay on that. Can you say like, what kind of, like, what were you going through mentally at that time? Like how did you bounce back from that? Because an average person might hold that for life. You know.
1: So mentally, um, like I said, it was so exhausting because I mean it like till this day I hate talking about it cuz I just remember like I've always lived a certain lifestyle. You know, I've always mm-hmm. wanted a nice car, always wanted a nice luxury apartment, luxury house, luxury this, luxury that. So I would say, you know, um I was like it was just weird to me how I was going through things but getting through them. Cause I was on the verge of losing everything, but I never really lost everything, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So like mm-hmm. I had to file bankruptcy because unfortunately I was not able to pay those creditors back. I didn't have the means of income to get those things. Mm-hmm. Um so I had to file bankruptcy, which I did. My credit score imagine going from a 775, I think it went down to like a 475 or a 425. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. But um I remember just crying in my bed every night to the top of my lungs, screaming like I hated my life. I just didn't want to live, to be honest. That's how I felt at the time. You know, some people would be like, you're going to crash out over money. But I think people don't understand the importance of money. Like, it's like, yeah, it's the root of all evil, but it's like you can't live without it and you can't die with it. So while you're on, you know, like to talk to you, when I got to pay, I got to pay money to be able to have this phone bill on license mm-hmm. building right now that's allowing you to see me in here costs money so everything is about money and i don't think i think you
2: yeah.
1: who haven't touched a certain amount of money who mm-hmm. honestly don't care about like if you're not if you don't care about a certain lifestyle for yourself maybe you know money may not be everything for you sorry about that
0: you're good
1: i'm sorry um uh, money what's going on okay money may not be everything for a certain person but I feel like um people are crashing out over that. You know, it's a lot yeah. of it's a lot going on in this world that really a lot of people wish they had certain money. So they do things for others. But regardless of the situation, um yeah, I did not want to live because I felt like, OK, you working so hard. It's like, again, sometimes we forget age, like we all try to rush ourselves to be at a certain point because we're seeing everybody else doing these things we are living off of perception so when Mm -hmm. you're on instagram you're seeing all these millionaires but you're not seeing like if they are failing you're not seeing that if they yeah. are succeeding, a lot of the times, you know, I've been on social media. I follow a lot of people, and everything always comes to the light later on that they was doing some type of scamming on the side. So it's like we looking at all these people thinking they legit one hundred percent, but reality of it is everybody just trying to make it. So people doing maybe be doing a little scamming, people maybe doing a little bit of this. but regardless of the situation, um, you know, that's how I felt. I didn't want to be here because I felt like damn how you accomplishing so much, you let somebody else ruin something for you that you're responsible for now, you know, and it was kind of like, I, it was a gullible moment, you know, I was very gullible, Um, and then at that time, I didn't really have the support that I wanted, Um, I lost some of my friends, you know, when I was a girl with money, popping bottles in the club, telling my friends, hey, we're gonna get a club tonight, I mean, we're gonna get a table tonight, you know, but then when, like, my money got funny and I was going through stuff, my friends wasn't around. I didn't really have no friends. I actually had to go through the stuff myself. Talking to my parents was, like, instead of them, like, hey, you know, we got to back, they was all more so concerned about, like, well, you ain't give us no money. And it was just a lot. You know what I'm saying? Just taking on so much. So it was, like, at that point, um, I remember I came across somebody. I came across this guy. You know, everybody has a past. So, um, I'll be honest. I was an exotic entertainer for from 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 the age of eighteen to twenty three. Mm-hmm. Um, I met this guy. We was really good friends. He was, you know, he helped me. He pretty much was like, that's all he wanted to do. He just helped me, mm-hmm. like. You know, he saw something in me and he kind of like helped me get through things as I wanted to. So as Mm -hmm. I'm going, getting through these things and he's teaching me, trying to mentor me during that turmoil, I was traveling. I was going through so much, like even during that year, nobody would have known because I was I was going to Spain. I was in Barcelona. I was in Barcelona. Mm -hmm. I was in Madrid. I was in Panama. I mean, I was just traveling crazy Mexico and still putting a smile on my face you know what I'm saying but people who were close to me they knew what I was going through and I just did not have that support so I had to just tell myself like I had to eventually start realizing like you can fix your credit and you will Mm -hmm. get your good back your good credit again. You will be able to get your credit cards again. I think mm-hmm. at that time I had to learn like what to look for in people, how to understand like how you can't have everybody with you, how you can't mm-hmm. take everybody to the top, how mm-hmm. people are only around for you based off what you can do to benefit them. But if you can't yeah. benefit them, you're nobody to them.
2: Mm-hmm. Even
1: so, this day it's like me. I'm gonna be honest. I love that I have a service to offer because everybody wants to be around somebody who has something to offer. I mean, mm-hmm. been times times I get my hair done. People like, well look, you ain't gotta pay me, just fix my credit. You can get you can get your hair done this many times without having to do this. Get get get, go get a tattoo real quick. Hey, you fix my credit, you ain't gotta pay me a tattoo. So it's like, you mean to tell me I don't gotta, you know, like you know, you mean to tell me like (laughs) it's that simple. Like I could just give you a service. So it's value for value uh for real for real. And it got to a point where now it's like I only want to be around people who, um, not I like me, but I like entrepreneur, like they they have an entrepreneurial mindset. Um, they've been through some things. They can teach me some things. I can teach them some things. Um, just being around people who actually have a lot to lose. And, or, um, like I said, like we just, our testimonials are the same, but they're different. So mm-hmm. I started putting myself in better, in better uh, circles, I would say around around um influential people uh um it just made me see things i feel like i started shifting my mindset i started going from negative to positive like how can you fix yourself instead of waking up every day complaining because i really had to sit down with myself i was like you're always complaining fix your situation Mm. you know Mm. what i'm saying the amount of time that you're complaining you could be fixing it. so i just started fixing my own credit and I was doing people credit for free when I first started. I was charging. I think I was only charged. I was charging like fifty to two hundred fifty dollars, just pennies on a dollar when yeah. I first started doing credit. Yeah. yeah. Being <laughs> honest, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. in my head, I'm like. Well, you know, I want to help people. I want to make sure I got people back. And so, you know, I'm doing you know, literally pennies on a dollar. But now I'm getting the results. I got people shouting me out. Hey, go to key, key fix your credit. I just never knew it was gonna blow up to be this. So I yeah. feel like a lot of people sometimes they want to complain and I know and I realize that you can't tell everybody like what you're going through. Like I could tell you right now, oh, I'm going through this, I'm going through that, but a lot of people, they can't help you. They Can't help you the way you would think you would would want their help. Can't nobody give you fifteen thousand dollars if you fucked up with fits and you ain't got fifteen thousand dollars. You feel me? It's always gonna be the man, look, you know, I'll be praying for you, or it's gonna be something you're gonna be all right. It's, It's always stuff that you just typically like. Okay, you know what I'm saying? So it's like I had to be like, yeah, you no, know, like do something about such situation, um, fix your situation, be be positive about what is it that you want? How can you make your story transform from this to that? And you know, that's what I did. And like I said, I went from making all my money, I was saving up my money as you know, a dancer, I was putting my money to the side and I was investing, I was staying up from. I mean, I was up from seven a.m. to seven seven a.m. the next day. I didn't get no I didn't get no type of sleep.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I
1: put the time in for my business. I I put the time in for my business. I got my logo. I paid for my logo. I paid for my website. I was doing paid ads after a while. Investing into hella Instagrams. I'm talking spending over like two hundred k a year just on Instagram ads because that's where my money was coming. Like, my, my my main source of um, clientele comes from social media. So, you know, to know that other people are out there and willing to invest in me and support me, they don't even know about me. They just taking what I put out there as a way to gain their trust. That's when I was like, okay, you can get anything you want in life. And this ain't even got nothing to do with credit. Like, this is just real life. Like, life. social media is a platform where you can really – be successful overnight like people say oh you can't be successful overnight yes you can
2: the
1: right play the right thing the right anything that could take off you gotta think about it you get on social media right now and if you are your authentic self and people can relate to anything that you got going on or that you can put out there you already got the supporters they're gonna follow you they're gonna watch you and out of all them people you may have they not they they may not book a service or something a product or buy anything from you at that moment but the more value you give out, you're building that type of, you're building that trust with them. So they're going to turn into a client eventually. So if you got yeah. 500,000 followers, yeah, you may not have all 500 uh, pay for something. But I believe that 200,000 of them people going to pay you for something.
2: Mm-hmm. And then I'm
1: talking 500,000 legit followers too. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like not no BS followers, real live legit yeah.
2: followers. Yeah. And,
1: you know, if you, you already up one. You know what I'm saying? So I believe that success can not happen overnight, mm-hmm. but you just gotta put in the work. And you just gotta know that your time gonna your time could randomly come at any time and you just gotta be prepared for it.
0: Most definitely. Yeah, no, most definitely. And the funny thing too about 500000 200,000 or no, a lot of times people that don't buy yourself, they're not even liking. They're just looking, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like you can't really sometimes people get deterred about oh, they not only got three lights, four lights, five lights. But some of your buyers aren't even going to like it. They're just going to go buy the service.
2: Yeah, they're going like, oh, to sell over. money here.
0: Yeah, 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 most definitely. But I think what you said is powerful as far as what you went through because, you know, you made a decision. You could have been like, I'm just going to keep being uh, negative about it. You know, this happened or whatever. But you made a decision to get up and move forward. I always like to say that when we look at it like a car, everyone has a rich version inside of them. Everyone has a poor version inside of them. Your rich mm-hmm. version was the passenger. I mean, not in the passenger. Your rich version was in the driver's seat. You chose mm-hmm. to tell the poor version to shut up. And then you went and, you know, drove. You made that decision. So I think mm-hmm. that's definitely. And I know that those that are listening, you know, they're going to take, you know, um, some inspiration from your story. So, okay. So fast forward to 2017. That's when you started the credit business.
1: Yeah, I got my business incorporated in 2018 cuz at that time I didn't know about LLCs, you know what I'm saying? I didn't even know how yeah. to set up an LLC. So, I ended up registering my business, um, got my EIN number, and you know, I didn't learn about business credit until 2020. So, that's another thing, you know, like now I'm trying to more so go I'm trying to more so move myself over to just dealing with like business funding, business credit, because I feel like credit repair, the game is changing, you know, it's changing, it's changing really bad. Like, and you know, um, it's like, you can't, you can't really guarantee a, a service to anybody, just being honest. You know, you can't, can't be out here saying, oh, I'm going to get 100 things removed from you or your credit going to be 750 I mean, last year, like I said, you got to imagine you really got a system that's set up where you really, really know, which is very rare. Um, but like I said, um, you can't promise somebody that you know where their stuff is going to be. You can only say, listen, that's the goal. I hear what you're trying to say, so let me get you there. Yeah. So as a credit repair person, it's like, I used to tell people, I ain't lying. 2017, oh, I could oh I could wipe it in 14 days, I promise you.
2: Oh, you ain't got people running around that
1: man. 14 days they come back, like, yeah, Key, you the goat, you the goat. So now stop going from 14 to 15 days, 15 to 30 days, 30 to 45 days. Now I'm like, hey, listen, I I I don't want to say you nothing because I done seen it with 45 and it could be up to 90 days. Like just mm-hmm. being honest, you know what I'm saying? And that's a lot of stuff. Like people are not transparent about the game. Me personally, I don't care about being real because I feel like I'm just that's just who I am. I'm I'm not I don't got no reason a lot of people would tell people what they want to hear. I'm just not that type of person. But it's just like nah, okay. Uh it's like it's nothing that's oversaturated, but it's getting to the point where I'm competing with people who, like charging people $100 just to fix their credit.
2: Yeah. I'm
1: competing with people that's like giving a game for free. It's just too much. So you now I'm trying to focus on other avenues and doing other things and making other power move, power plays, and, um, you know, and, and getting being the ones, ones of the people to get in it first and then like watch everybody else follow. Cause that's how I feel like I was. I was in the game, like you got all these people who say they was, you know, credit repair experts, no problem, but it's like, I remember when I couldn't find nobody on Instagram who fixed credit. I couldn't look up nobody. I couldn't find nobody because it wasn't that popular. Now Mm -hmm. you go look up, I mean, you got like, you got so many people on there on Instagram. It's like, damn, okay, so which one I want to buy from and which one I want to make sure I don't get scammed by. You know, that's the, always the type of people I get. Oh, I'll, somebody scammed me. They took all my money, and I'm like, okay, yeah. do I even want to deal with this type of client? Because now yeah. it's like I have to work harder to gain your trust. Well, now you're gonna probably be calling me every other day, every other week, trying to mm-hmm. make sure I ain't gonna do you like them. Yeah, so, it's a tough game. It's a tough that's game.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now that's definitely that's definitely a thing, and I mean that's that's what we going through right now as well. You know, as the game is shifting. So I started my business in 20. 21 so you know i've seen shifts now and i just want to get into the marketing you said you got your first client was that north carolina someone from north mm-hmm. carolina okay so no, mm-hmm. walk us through that somebody might be like okay i'm listening to Keith. i just started my business you know she's doing this down the third how did she get her first client
1: i mean the whole first first and foremost you want to just show up and when i say show up you got to be out there you got to be up you got to give value People want to know, what can you give them? How can you help them? You can't just get up here and say, hey, I'll fix credit and like, um, yeah, come pay me. Or, you know what I'm saying? It don't work like that. What you do is you get your clients results. Whether they're in a car. When I was when I started, I was posting people getting approved for cars. They was outside with their keys. Yeah. I was collaborating with people. I was in people with DMs, DMs who was popular, who was influencers, telling them I work on a credit for free. For a month or two months, if they shout me out this amount of times for for this amount of times, you know, I was doing bargain for bargain, value for value. I was going on there every time my clients got. I don't care if it was one point increase. I was mm. posting, "Hey, this yeah. client just got a point increase. May not be much, but it's something." You might you rather wait seven years for everything to fall off and you don't see your credit move within those seven years, or you rather know that okay, you worked on your credit report one time and at least got fifteen points that first round. Because the average credit report, if you with me for six months, you're guaranteed. Now that I can say to at least see over 100 to 200 points, depending on if your person is really fixing your credit. So don't make, don't make that go of it. Nobody hit like. You can get somebody you can pay somebody they don't do their job okay you ain't going to see no results but no on average if a person is really take their business serious and they really for the interest of the client you know you you should on average see anywhere between 100, a 100 to 200 point increase within those 90 days be honest. So I'm just was posting, posting. I'm telling my, you know, I'm telling my clients at the time. I'm like, hey, you know, show them, show them that, you know, you I, you really got that house, show them that you really got that car. I'm telling my friends that if I'm fixing their credit. I'm like, well, if, you, if you didn't pay, at least you can go and show
2: the people Post. what I did for you. You
1: know what I'm yeah. saying? So now yeah. my friends is like, you know, my, you know, my girl, Key, she got my credit right. You know, they really pulling off the lot in their cars. They really get an apartment, getting approved for their apartments and stuff. So people want to see things like that. You know, they want to know that, okay, this person is really delivering on what they say. So they're saying it, but they got action behind it. And that is kind of like how you'll get any client. Like when I became a realtor, you know, me just starting off being a realtor, I got a lot of people that I'm working with. I got a lot of people that I'm working with. My clients are in my DMs all the time and they're asking me, hey, uh, are you in this state or are you only licensed in Houston? It don't matter where you at. I, I, can, I, I can refer you out to somebody because once you're an agent, you know, or other realtors, you can get a referral, take a referral fee from that. So it don't matter. It's still money all across the board. So it's like people will continue to watch you if you're given the knowledge they'll love it. They'll feel like they're gaining something from you. Oh, she's very knowledgeable or he's very knowledgeable. Oh, this what she doing? Oh, he, I, oh if, Even if a person is saying you get on social media every day, that means you're dedicated. That means you committed. People. uh One thing about social media, that's the first thing we do when we grab our phone. I mean, I, that's what I know I do. I wake up in the morning, I check my phone, see what time it is. You know, I go straight to social media. I need to know if somebody reached out, if they like something, if they comment on yeah. something. Let me check my messages real quick. I probably check them before I check my own my real messages. You feel me? Cause it's like I yeah. know I got some motion going on. I know that's where the money is. You know, what I'm saying yeah. So yeah. it's like being, I'm being honest. Like you know, social media got everybody attention right now. That's why I said it. it's like, motherfuckers, and I, and I hate the curse, but being honest, like motherfuckers, that's be good. neglecting reality of things. And they yeah. just be so geek to run to social media. So it's yeah. like, you definitely, if you using it for the right purpose, you know, if you get getting on there and you're trying to make social media make you money, because like I got my own personal page, but like, I be on all my platforms, whether it's my personal, I post my, my business. Like, yeah. I'm on here to make money. I don't need you to just like my stuff. I need to make exactly. money from y'all. You know, I need to exactly. make money from these people. So, yeah. um... Now, I tell people all the time, like, listen, like, you be on social media the way I, I tell all my friends when they around me, hey, the way you be on social media, I'll be making some money from me.
0: Exactly. Cause <laughs> you've been on
1: it. Cause we 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 at dinner, we at the club. I mean, we yeah. you might be outside doing something. I mean, I'm sitting down in the car talking to you, trying to talk to you, and you on the phone. as if you got something to me, you making some money or something? This thing fingers yeah. over there. just, <laughs> so, you know, I tell people all the time, like, I hope you, I hope you making money on social media the way you on there. because ain't no way. But I mean, you know, um, that's how I got her, you know, being honest, just just being myself. You know, she saw the value, she came, she was like, man, look, I want I, I wanna I want you to fix my credit. I don't know you. And she said that I don't know you, you don't know me. And she was my only client. So me, I was going in hard for her. over yeah. am like, I <laughs> Yeah, I was overdoing it. Yeah.
2: So, so
1: she ended up uh uh she ended up coming back. Like, and most of my clients, if I'm being honest. They be repeat customers, and it gets to a point where like I had to tell them, like, you know, listen, what, you know, you can't, like, people will utilize this as a way to run from their debts. And you have to be telling people, like, you know, listen, credit repair is not a situation where you could just run away from your debt. And I mm. tell people all the time, like, let's sit down. Let's be let's be transparent here. These are 99.99% of the accounts that you actually open, right? you expecting me to remove stuff. So based off the Fair Credit Reporting Act, I'm legally allowed to go after inaccurate, incomplete items on your credit report. So, and I tell people all the time yeah, that account could really be yours, but every time you see somebody's credit report or you pull it, nothing is ever aligned to be 100% true. Nothing, none of it, it never all matches up. Everything is always different. So, you can use that tactic to go after a positive account just because you may, it, it could be, it say, it could be $5 off, it hasn't updated yet you seen it, you pulled it, that balance is wrong. And if your outcome is, hey, remove this account, it's time to move that account. So I tell people all the time, like, credit repair is a thing where it's like, you just really got to know the law. You got to know what you're doing. And you got to be patient with it. You got to be very Absolutely. patient.
2: You Absolutely. feel me? You
1: got to be patient. Yeah. So yeah, she was a repeat client. She came to me. And, um, you know, we. I mean, I'm probably going to check up on her now that we're talking about her. But yeah, mm-hmm. you know, she trusted me. She trusted me. And I like I said I over delivered She she was sending people. Her, she was sending a lot of people to me. Um, and like once that once that came about, then now that's when all the people started coming. And then I kept delivering. I was delivering until I honestly. I'm I mean I deliver now, but I'm saying like when you. So now the type of clients that I have, like I have too many. I have to outsource. I have people that do, you know, that do a lot of things for me. So it's hard. It may be a little hard to catch up with me now, maybe a little hard to get on the phone with me. And I had to tell my client, I ain't gonna lie, be people like they ain't hard to get up with now. But like we don't like, and I tell people all the time it's not cockiness, but it's like you not like unless you really want to be an entrepreneur, like I'm not trying to be self-employed. I don't want to continue to have to keep working for myself. That means I still have to show up for my business to make money. And if I'm not present, I'm not making no money. No. It's getting to the point where I'm trying to put things into like automated and make my life easier. So you know I'm you know I have people I'm not I wouldn't say I'm outsourcing, but I'm I have people who work strictly under my business that I'm hiring to get these yeah. results for my client, but in a different way. Nobody really has access to me the way they probably want to have access to me. But that's like Comcast. You can't call Comcast and be on the phone with C, the CEO of the company.
0: You can't call Jeff Bezos.
1: Okay. So it's like, come on, respect, respect my business the way you respect anybody else's business, because if I am answering my phone call for you, that's a blessing because I really don't want to have to be the one that like really, I need I'm trying to set up to the point where it's like, yeah, you know, you know, key is hard, you know, it's hard to get up with her. But it's like, I understand business. So I understand her time. I understand right. that she's not she not being conscious She's not trying to be this way. She's just being a smart black woman. She knows where she's trying to go. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people they it don't be making sense to them. I get i on cocky, I get called oh, you think you're this. And I take it all in because I'm like at the end of the day, some people they don't understand business. So you could I could be on the phone going back and forth with a person all day long. And it's like, why would I even do that? Exactly. You already you already showing me that you don't know nothing about business. You don't you, your goal is not to be an entrepreneur. So you we won't you we would never um come to a common ground to understand each other. So,
0: exactly. Exactly. Like, okay, cool. no, I feel you I feel you on, on that point, as far as, you know, being called hockey this, that, and the third, YouTube. This, this is going to be on YouTube, by the way. So a lot of people, they got a problem with me saying I have the most valuable YouTube channel on the planet. Exactly. I firmly believe that with all the value, you know, I'm delivering, you know what I'm saying? So I think it's important that people people believe in themselves, but also mm-hmm. when they're working on their credit business, they understand that you want to shift from being a nine to five worker, like I used to work a nine to five. Now I'm in my credit business. I didn't come in the credit business be an employee again. So that's why I hire people. So can we talk about, you know, your hiring, uh, dispute department, marketing, sales, you know, whatever that looks like for you?
1: Um, So eh, I would say um, I've always been the type of person where honestly, I always wanted to try to show up and do everything for myself. So in the beginning I was doing my own marketing. Um if I have time these days I still do my own marketing. But my VAs, they will do my marketing for me. They will do my content. If I ask them to I'll say, "Hey, can you make me some quick content? Real quick. Um this is what I want, you know, this is what I want you to do." But sometimes it's just me. I actually enjoy like using Canva, doing all that stuff. You know, I like I like to learn how to do stuff as well to so, you know I can at least do it before I Definitely. try to go give it to somebody else.
2: Yeah. Cuz if
1: something so if something is like doesn't work out and if I don't know how to do it,
2: what they happens is
1: Exactly. So it's yeah. like I have to know how to do it first before I go out here. But I mean, there's a lot of like companies out there where you can like, uh, you know, utilize people like VAs you can find. Well, my VAs personally come to my DMs. You know, i be taking a risk. They come to my DMs. Hey, key, I've been doing credit repair, worked as a VA for seven plus years, this many years, da. I can do this. I have that. Dah, dah, dah. So they come to me. So mm-hmm. I don't have to go find them, but you can use websites like Fiverr, you can use websites like Upwork, you can use so many different place uh stuff, uh stuff like that just to find VAs. But I have the people come to me because they're like, well, i want to work for Kitty. So my VAs actually came to me, or I have other people who are in the credit business who'll be like, yeah, you can use my, you know, you can use this person on my team, they're really good and they'll recommend me to them. And that's kind of like how this world works. Um Especially when you want to say like how many of you are collaborating, um, it's important to collaborate with other people in your niche as well um, yeah. because it's a it's a form of trust. But it's like it's a brand. it's all about your brand. It's all about branding. You know what I'm saying? And the branding is something that um, I'm 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 getting like more into because um, you mm-hmm. got to be marketable as mm-hmm. a realtor. You know, like I just told you, I just you know I became a realtor, been a realtor for a couple months here in Houston, and it's like. Okay, yeah, I became a realtor, but I started like you go to my page. I put Freddie and realtor on it. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm out
1: here in the, I'm out here in the field doing the content. I'm I'm the one driving an hour almost every day going to these houses, learning about them, marketing them, talking about them. You get what I'm saying? Trying to find a buyer for these builders. I'm just putting in the work. So it's like you're gonna have to build your brand, show who you are. And you gotta know your shit. So you hire people for that. You can go on Canva and find people to do your graphics, to do your marketing. You can, like I said, once you find your VA, once you find somebody on on Campbell, um, I mean not Campbell on Fiverr or Upwork, you'll learn that they can do other things. So they they may have hired you to be a social media expert, or their for uh, or you to be their um content creator, or their um well, I would say their marketing, their digital marketing um uh, for like ads or whatever. But then you can start asking, like, you know, any other stuff? Like you do any any administrative work? How good are you with managing schedules? And then you find mm-hmm. their strengths and you find their weaknesses. And like you feel like, okay, this person's not delivering as much as you want them to deliver on this side. So then you go and find another VA. You go find somebody else. You ask them what their what their skills are. Because you want to, the way I work is I kind of like, I'm not cheap, but I'm I'm very, I try to be very frugal with where my money goes and how I spend it. So at the end of the day, it's like if I know that you're really good in two areas and I can still pay you the same price, you're not going to look at look at it as you're doing more work. I'd rather keep you on my team than to keep mm-hmm. having to hire somebody for just these different amount of tasks. It's still going to cost me more. It just doesn't make sense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, you know, those are the websites that you can use to kind of like utilize them for any and everything, if I'm being honest.
0: Gotcha. Let's talk about the realtor stuff. So are you just licensed in Houston? How does that relate to your credit? Do you like married or two? (laughs)
1: <laughs> so um you know like I said for so many years people have always been like you know my goal is to get them where they want to be so the first thing when I'm helping somebody fix their credit you know first and foremost I tell them what's the process like you know you got to pull your credit report. I need to be able to go and see how I can actually help you I want to send you a credit analysis but furthermore once they do that i ask them you know what did you come to me for like what is it that you're trying to achieve a lot mm-hmm. of people either want a lot of people either want a car or a house a lot of people don't even ask for funding. Some people don't even ask me like, hey, I just want more credit cards, which is insane to me mm. because I would think that you would want to really be having as much capital or access to as much capital as you can be. A lot of people just need the necessities or the or whatever they want in life right now. So people come to me, oh, I want a house, I want a house, I want a house. So now was like, oh, are you a realtor? And I'm like, nah, but I can, you know, I can point you to somebody who to help you. And it's just like, hold up. You mean to tell me you've been doing this for this many years and you haven't tried to come up with other ways to keep your, you know, you do your things one stop shop? So I was like, it only made sense. And it's so far it's the best decision I made. Like I, I love, I love that I became a realtor because I've actually had to step out of my comfort zone. I don't like being on the phone. I don't like doing consultations. I hired my mother to do my consult- I hired my mother to do my consultations for credit. You know, so it's like. But now it's like, a, being me being a realtor, the dynamic changes because if somebody's interested in the house, I don't have time to text you how many beds, baths you want. Hey, what is your price point? All of that requires me to jump on a phone call with you Hey, you have yeah. time really quick, just maybe need five to ten minutes of your time. Um, I just need to know, you know, what areas you're looking for, what's your must-haves, what's your must, like what you don't want, where you don't wanna be, any specific zip codes. Like I can't text you all that. I have to get on the phone. So, be honest. That's why you said you're seeing my face more. If you go and look at my previous post prior to me being a realtor, you will not see that I showed my face at all. I never showed my face. I never, I never would show my face, even doing credit. I would get on quick little little hey, here's some results, but I would never show my face. But now, as a realtor, it's like boom, bam, wham, bam. Like I'm, I'm going all in because I'm like, look, the only way for you to really succeed at this is to be you know, you got to show the people that you like people, because every everything is like one thing about my page. I don't want to make it look too salesy. Like I should, I don't want to post every day. Hey, buying credit repair. Weird, yeah. like, my credit repair is so good. Like that shit gets boring after a while. Yeah. You want to mix it up. You need people in your everyday life. You need people. You need to. You need to have people in your everyday life. So if you know, you in the gym some days of the week. the gym. Share that. Share that yeah. with your audience.
2: Yeah, share that yeah, with yeah. the
1: audience. If your goal for the next thirty days is to read books, hey, share that. Share that first book. Share that book. Share that. Share that book you're reading. Let people know. Okay, so what do you? What did you um learn from that book? Or why did you pick that specific book? You know, I'm vegan. I'm. I'm this is my day eight. Day eight of me being vegan. Uh, of me being vegan. And I haven't I haven't really posted about it, but I was like today, you know, I wanted to post about it. I wanted to start going out eating a healthier place, you know, eating at places like this is a vegan spot. Boom. Telling people, you know, you know, telling people about it. Hey, come join this. But regardless of what it is, like you want to not just always have something you're trying to sell. But you naturally want to grow your audience to the point where people can see you for who you are. And instead of them even wanting to just buy because you're trying to sell something, they buy because they fuck with you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They fuck with you as a person. They like yep. you. You motivate them. You inspire them. They see something in you and then they just want to be close to you. They just want to talk to you. Because people will feel like you're a celebrity on social media, especially with a with a blue chat. Oh, she's oh no! It's just like I'm a regular human being. I'm who I am, but it's perception. So if you got a blue to, to people, if you got a blue check, you somebody. If you got all these followers, you somebody. People, I I, I talk to her. Oh, I get it. You know, what I'm saying? Yeah. I can get a so you they feel like you somebody. So people are more geared to like oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna buy something for her. I want to say I work directly with her. You know, or well, I work directly with him. <laughs> So, I mean, it's a, it's a matter of perception. And like I said, it's a matter of you just showing up and showing out for yourself and doing what you got to do to get where you got to be.
0: Most definitely. So I saw a post you made. I think it was a story. You said that you're going to shift and just work with people in Houston as far as credit repair. Is there some fruit? Honestly,
1: I I do this every year. I'm going to be honest with you. Because marketing? What is it? It's the clientele. Okay. You feel me? Like... I don't like when I have to constantly prove myself like, okay, when a person just be, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, you know, I'm just, I just want to make sense. So somebody's sliding your DMs, right? So yeah. clearly you slid in my DMs, because I you, there's something you liked, which yep. made you want to message me. I get that. I don't have any problem answering the basic questions, you know, hey, you know, how long this can take you, da-da-da-da-da. That's fine. But now we become a client and you become a problematic client. I don't want to work with you. I don't, I don't want those type of people. So you got people who will sign up yesterday and call you tomorrow. Bro, what, what can you see in tomorrow? You can't see nothing's in tomorrow. You got people who signed up a week ago. I tell them this is this is in the contract. This is specifically in taxes over the phone. That's how imperative it is for me to just like even boy bullshit. Hey, yeah. you know, you wanna give it at least 30 to 45 days. You got people who be on point on that 30th day. Hey, damn, can I get time to, you know, you, know, you do know I have more clients. Than you. I'm sure, I'm sure yeah. you know who's not going. So it just becoming a point where it's like, like I, I have, because at the end of the day, I'm a very professional person. I I, mm-hmm. I don't care how mad a person can make me, but like I am I will do my best to be professional. But at the same time, it's like, I can't, some days like, bro, I really can't deal with this shit. I can't deal with the simple fact. People want to tell me how to run my business. I have people who tell me, like, yeah, I've fixed credit for years. I just don't got the time. So, well, I I done did this before. Cool, that's great. So, you know, why you don't Mm -hmm. continue? Go go do it. You ain't got the time. Find time, my brother. Find time, my sister. Like, come on. Like, you're not going to put all that extra pressure on me. Because, for one, if you go on my page, you're going to see that I deliver all the results. I deliver these things. Then it got to a point where I had to stop posting people's results. Because now, a hundred clients in my DMs, like, well, why does not me? I don't see nothing. I don't see... That ain't me. Gotta chill. You gotta chill. Everybody's credit report is different. Especially, I tell people all the time, the newer the accounts, the more challenging it is to have removed. The older the accounts, the easier it is for them to remove. Because typically a lot of the times with creditors, they archive your, your information anyway. You feel me? So it's like People be expecting you to do things overnight when it's like, okay, you messed your credit up. You know, you didn't actually stop. You you, you know, you stopped paying on this account by law. I'm just trying to help you get where you got to go, but I'm not no magical credit fairy who can get this stuff off of you. I don't have the ultimate power and I have to let them know that like I'm literally sending disputes to the credit bureaus. It's up to them if they want to take that shit off. You feel me? And really, yeah. it's not even up to them. It's just more so like if they do the investigation and they can't find your information, so now they don't have no choice but to remove it. So I would be lying to you if I told you yeah, we gonna have it off by next week.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: now next week come, it's still on there. Key, it's still on there. You told me next week, so that's why I don't tell. I I never ever went in my business telling people, yeah, it's gonna be all by next week. I never, I never ever gave a date, a time, a point, or they score. I never ever, I never, I never did that. That's one thing I, I believe my clients can honestly say. Yeah, one thing about Keith, she ain't gonna tell you that now people began mad. they be like, When well, you said you put on your ad, you can see results in between 30 to 45 days. Yeah, you can see results. Yeah, people, people <laughs> have what? seen results. I didn't say you will see results, yeah. I said you can, like I put can see results 30 to 5, 35 to 45 days or 30 to 45 days. But I never said you would. I didn't yeah. put right on there Keisha Green or Keisha Barnes or whatever your name. I didn't put you will see that. So now I have to be going back and forth with them like, you know, no, that's not that's not what I said. Doesn't Let me see the fly. Let's break it down. Let's get on the phone real quick. I break the fly down 100% for you to the T. Now it's oh, okay. All right. right. But it's back to the same shit next week. Back to the same. Yeah. So it's like, all right. <laughs> So, no, I mean, honestly, I really don't know how 100% that's going to be because I truly enjoy my profession. I love, you know, seven years of being in this game. Clearly, I'm built for it. Yeah. But it's like certain now I'm a realtor. So as I have avenues, certain things coming on, I gotta step back and be like, well, where's my time gonna majority of it be? You gotta understand, I'm starting off as a new realtor. So this is all like starting that credit business all over again.
2: Mm, I'm mm-hmm. up doing,
1: I'm up, I'm up from I'm now I'm doing the same thing, 7 a.m. back to, up to 7 a.m. the next day. I get naps. To be honest, I don't really get yeah. to sleep, and a lot of it is like because I have the credit business, I, I got the real stuff. I have people that I'm dealing with right now looking for houses. I need to set up. We need to go look at listings. Boom! I've got to put that into my already busy schedule. Tax season's coming around ja- uh, January first. I've been Max. I've been preparing taxes since. 2021. So I gotta prep for that season. So it's just like a whole bunch of stuff right now. And it's like, listen, you may have to let go let go of something to gain more of something and to and to gain better clientele. I honestly would rather be a realtor, know that I'm gonna collect a higher amount of guarantee a higher amount of money and be okay with knowing that I only got to deal with that one person for that 30 to 40 until closing and they're out mm-hmm. the door. Now, we may do some work together in the future if they like me, you know, whether they're a or something like that, yes, but to constantly, you know, where I'm trying to elevate and I constantly have to go back and forth with people and or, you know, them not just being patient and, you know, some people just trying to control my business, I don't like it. Yeah. But it's hard because this is this is my baby. This is where it all started. Keys to success wouldn't be key to success with a lot, without a lot of my clients, if I'm being honest, but it's like, where can I get less of a headache from? And if I know that I'm a realtor now and I gotta put more energy into this, and I know that there's other things I'm great at. And I know that some this may this takes out of my joy or somewhere, some down here, I'm like, eh, I'm not really all into it like I used to be. It's like, eh, you know, I like I said, I love what I do. I just think I have the type of audience that I that I sometimes attract, it's just not good for me. And I don't yep. want to be that black owned business that people go and bash because, yeah. oh, he got out of character. You know, I always got to yeah. be professional. But it's like yeah. sometimes you may have to take it there with these people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's not because you're a hood rat or you don't know business. It's like it's only what so much people will do. People will push you there and then want to run and say, oh, that person bad. Oh, yeah. he said this. But it was like, come on now. You attacked me first and you trying to play these games. Like, no. So it's hard to say because people don't. think, my, my clients always are like, please don't go, key. They beg me every year, please don't, please don't do that. Don't go, don't leave. So I even told myself either I was going to hundred percent give it up, and or like I said, only work with people who are looking to purchase a home here in Houston, Texas. Because clearly I know the goal. I know that I know what type of people. I know that these people are serious. They want. They have a goal. They want to fix their credit. Mm-hmm. They want to buy a house.
0: Yeah.
1: So. so yeah.
0: So that's something you're currently still trying to figure out, basically.
1: Well, I sent out the email. I'm not going to lie. I sent out the emails to all my clients and I told <laughs> them, you know, hey. I already right, sent it out. So, you know, I it may be a case-by-case case basis where I pick people up. I just really don't know right now. I feel like it's really, that's why I said I'm really going hard in this real estate business and I'm trying to shift everything over and I got to actually start talking about business credit so that I can prepare myself to know like, yeah, I don't want to go back to that. Like, I got to let it go. I'm seeing more value here. I'm dealing with more people who understand the principle of, of my time, who respect mm-hmm. me as a person, who knows where I'm trying to go, who sees me where I'm trying to be like I gotta learn all of that right now so it's really just depending upon like you know uh, where where I feel like you know this is where it's at this is where I belong and that's really just where I'm trying to figure out where do I really belong right now but I think my passion is like my passion right now I'm loving the real estate stuff I'm loving that I get to go out look at houses I love that people when they DM me that it's like I know you want to purchase a home so mm-hmm. here you go
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Here, here it is. Key, hey, I just want you to help me get a house. We can start looking, and in 30 to 45 days, me, you can close. And we can probably build a friendship off of that. And it could be just off something genuine.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, when you have clients with credit, you don't know who you who you really getting. Yeah. You don't know, like I got i be having being honest, I be having clients that be that be getting their credit fixed and still stuff going in collections. And it's like, mm-hmm. come on now, like, come on, like. How can I help you help you when you ain't even trying to help you? Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I be getting clients yeah. like that. I be getting clients that don't want to listen. They're gonna tell me, I'll be like, hey, I think you should probably put this credit card, but I ain't I ain't playing, I ain't applying for no credit card. I don't I don't want no credit card. I'm already don't can't you see I'm already in debt and I'm like, okay, let me yeah. step back real quick. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I said it's, it's getting yeah. to a point where it's like, this ain't it. This I ain't trying to be dealing with this. Yeah. I know if I'm a realtor, I know the only thing that you're expecting from me is to find you a home. But when yeah. you are in the credit business, you, you know, when they 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 might have just got a late payment that they did. My phone gonna go off the hook. Hey, hey, you know, they calling me like my score just dropped 50-60 points. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, let me go in there. And let, me, let me look, let me look at it. I go and see, oh, new late payment updated. Now I got to go. And I'm like, well, you know, then, well, how long is it going to take me to get my 50 points back? Like, I don't, I don't know. Bro. I don't know these
2: things. So yeah. it's
1: like, to me, it'd be like, it's just be too much that come with that. It's not just about me having to remove the stuff off your credit. It's not about me sending out the letters. It's more so just people trying to micromanage me, micromanage mm-hmm. my business. Hey, I need proof. These letters went out. Show me. Tell me. Calling me. Hey, it. Because I, I don't, I don't have. I'm not. I'm limited to my that type of time now. I'm limited yeah. to
2: that. Mm-hmm. And people
1: can't get a hold of me. I I called you three times. I mean, I have people that call me like right now. I Phone answering, coming right back. Right, bruh, You just called. Like, give it some time. And then they'll text me. You hard. You're very hard to get up with. Hey, hey. Why you know? Yeah. Out. The day, the, the day's still young. Yeah. <laughs> so it'd be a lot. it be a lie, it be, be a lie
0: No, most definitely. And I, I think the beautiful thing about you being on the podcast and you know going ahead to share is people get the the real like i I always talk about it and people could think like oh i paid key to come on here and say the same things i'll be saying but you know credit repair just comes with a lot of people that are feet you know they have like a poor mentality for the most part you know they don't want to take accountability for them getting the late payment collection and mess up their credit for three years straight why is my thing not fixed in two minutes you know what i'm saying so that's the type of of thing and i always tell people too sometimes because people listening they might want to start a business sometimes you got to do things to see that it's for you sometimes you got to do things to see it's not for you you know Mm -hmm. so i encourage people if they still want to start a credit repair business you know they can still go ahead with it but with your situation you've been in the game for some time you're getting into the real estate you're like okay i'm seeing there's less headaches over here part of our mission my business is cat uh consumer ammunition tactics so one of our principles is really reducing depression, mental health and everything. So if you're dealing with all of these customers that are giving headaches and all that, it makes more sense to go into the the real estate stuff. I wanted to talk about, you know, just some stuff that you're actually working on in your business, but you kind of touched on that. So just to kind of uh, wrap it up, what would you say is next for Key? So let's say like, let's say five years from now, we replayed episode, what's Key gonna be doing? How many multi-million mansions? Key gonna be having? You know, what I'm saying, what what what's
1: she on? Well, I did want to become a real estate investor. I do want to build a major portfolio. My goal is yeah. to not only do things domestic, like here in the United States, but I want to inter- I want to invest internationally. Um, I travel a lot, so I went to Belize um, last. Was it? I think was it last year or two years ago? Twenty twenty two. No, I went to Belize. No, because we, we're in twenty twenty three. So yeah, twenty twenty two. I went to, no. Oh. Regardless, it was either this year or last year. I can't remember because I, I was traveling so much at one point in the time. I was going to a different country for like six <laughs> months. Like, yeah. I'm not even lying to you. And I was looking at how cheap it was. Like, the financing that we have here, that whole 3.5% down, 1%. Mm. You know, a lot of that out there, international, is like lump sum payments. So, like, they'll be like, hey, you know, we just need 10 to 15% down. But mm-hmm. we need like the next two big major payments. But you may can find something for like 122 k, mm. or like sixty thousand. You know what I'm saying? Like sixty thousand US dollars, and it's like it, it's worth it. Yeah. So it's like you know, depending on where you're investing, that it's just like it makes more sense because a lot of people are traveling. When people see nice things, they rather book it. It's like, the cost of living is cheaper, so a lot of the times the flights are what's expensive. You could stay in Dubai. You could stay in Bali and live and be in a nice hotel for like fifty dollars a day. Being honest, because it's cheaper there. Fifty dollars mm-hmm. is a lot to them in uh, our money, mm-hmm. but you can't live like that here in the United States. Like you're gonna pay two hundred dollars a night. You're gonna pay that one fifty
2: or more. Yeah. You
1: are gonna be in rare, the red roof or roof in whatever they call it at seventy dollars a night. Okay, it ain't and that ain't it. You know, so now yeah. like it's like internationally that's the goal to become a real estate investor
2: okay.
1: um you know I do want a team of developers as well you know eventually um but really I just want to be more so about passive income like real estate is they say real estate is the way you get rich and it just makes mm-hmm. sense if you're constantly investing in yourself whether you're making 500 dollars passively just by this one property per month still an extra 500 dollars that you didn't work like for work hard for. You don't have to do shit, but just collect yeah. your payment of that rent from that tenant. And that's one property. So just imagine you got five and, you, and, that's, and that's, that's five properties, 500 That's $2,500 of money. That's a car note. That's a, that's a mortgage. That's something. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, for me, I'm all about what's going to passively make me money as opposed to take money out of my pockets. Or how can I live my life luxury and it doesn't affect me because this this investment I have is taking care of this.
2: Take care of it, yeah.
1: You know? So I'm more so want to be set, you know, by the time I'm 30, I'm, I am 28. So, you know, within the next two years, or, or at, least, at least anywhere between 30 to 33, mm-hmm. I want to say that I own, I will just say from this, from now to then, I want to say I at least own 10 properties. I'll give myself that 10 properties from 30 from from I wouldn't say from now because I want to start investing probably until 29 or some 30. So from 30 to 33, I'll just give myself that time frame if it happened earlier by the grace of God. Great. But from 30 to 33, I need 10 rental properties or mm. I, ha- I should have or I should have done five, 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 five buying holds and five fix and flips. But majority of the time, I would prefer depending, It depends. You got it. They say it's called creative financing and stuff like that. But regardless of the situation, depending on the market you're at, you can only determine what you're willing to do or what you're willing to invest in or how you should go about it based off that market. So mm-hmm. that's my thing about real estate. That's why they say you need a realtor because realtors know they're supposed to know what what makes sense for you. So okay. you know, I do want to buy. I want to buy a whole. I do want to own a lot of stuff.
0: Um and yeah. Yeah. good cool. So five years from now we're gonna we're gonna see it popping. We're gonna have 20. We're gonna double that. You know what I'm saying? So all glory to God on that. Um if you had one thing you want someone to take away from your episode, what would it be? We're just gonna end it on that.
1: I would just say just be transparent, be authentic. It's okay, you know, for a lot of people. Like right now, that's what I wanted to talk about. How like Right now, I think we're all going through things, to be honest. Like, it's hard right now. It's weird. We're definitely living in a recession. People trying to figure out how they're going to survive. Um, a lot of people are going through this. People you look up to. It's just a lot. So during this time, it's like, um, for all, if, if it, there's other entrepreneurs out there watching this, like, be consistent with your business. Don't give up on your business. If you knew what we'll worked in 2021 or 2020 is not working now, you got to find another way to make something shape. You got to find ways to make things work to get your business to stay either afloat or to get it up and running. Um, A lot of people don't understand, you know, 2020, 2021, 20, you know, we was dealing with um COVID and we had that COVID money coming in. Uh, people on got
2: top that. Of money. You know what
1: I'm saying? We ain't got that no more. Yeah. So niggas is broke yeah. for real. You know, they yeah. said right now, you know, carving possessions at an all-time high, credit card debt is at an all-time high. Motherfuckers mm-hmm. is really trying to, to live. Motherfuckers was, was thought they had money and really ain't got no money. So it's like right now when I say be transparent, I'm not saying be transparent with social media. I'm saying be transparent and real with yourself.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Figure out what it is you really want to do. If you know you're trying to elevate, you know you're trying to start that social media, or you're trying to be that person on social media and really kick off and sell a product or a service on social media. How you gonna show up for, show up for your business? And what are the ways you're gonna gain trust for your for your potential client? So right now it's just be transparent, be authentic, and be consistent. That's because that's all I had to do to get where I had to be. You know what I'm saying? And you're not gonna get your support from your family, your friends. I'ma just be honest. My friends, the only reason why they did like, I feel like my friends, honestly, they were letting me. It was free, mm. but should I told them, "Call up that change, call up that money," on <laughs> you know, it would have yeah. never been that, you know. Yeah,
2: so it's yeah, yeah. like definitely
1: so understand that, like you know, your friends and them, they not gonna, they not gonna be your supporters. I'm, I'm gonna tell you that right now. You're gonna have it's gonna be strangers. It's gonna have to be people you you thought would never believe in you. That's gonna believe
2: in. You. Mm-hmm. So that's,
0: definitely. It. that's definitely. it. Definitely, You said something that caught my attention. You said transparent, authentic, and consistent, right?
2: Mhm.
0: So you know, I got a company called Cap. You know, same uh, mm-hmm. same. Acronym. So our our values are consistency, ability, transparency. So you know, we see the the similarities over there. So you know, I definitely appreciate you um mm-hmm. saying that. Can you let people know where they can find you online?
1: Yeah. So you guys can follow me on Instagram at Keys to Success. K-E-E-S-T-O success. If you know how to spell it, S-U-C-C-E-S-S underscore. I'm on Instagram. And um for now, that's where you can find me because I have my personal page. Like I said, I have my personals. I have YouTube. My YouTube is pricey.mommy. I really get on there, but if you just want to be a national supporter, go support your girl. And that's this another way.
0: Let's go. That's another thing. Yeah.
1: Another thing I wanted to um talk about. Um Real quick before we go. uh, Like me personally, I was just at 68 followers.
2: Like a couple months
1: ago, I met like mm. 500 and something, 500 and something followers. But my thing is like, even if I don't have anything I talk about that's that's what i'm trying to get at even if i don't have anything i have all those followers right now and they're following me but i don't post as much i post i post videos little shorts but i don't post like main videos of people in my life where i had the time to post a long video or what i'm trying to get at is the more people i see that follow me or just in general whether they like my pictures that's what's gonna keep you going. So understand that when you have an audience and you know that you're gaining followers every day, and you gaining people that's liking you, make sure you give the people what they want to see because there's a reason why they're following you, and you don't want to let your followers down.
0: Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Most definitely. So you're gonna get on. you gonna get active on YouTube. Is basically what you said I'm saying.
1: gonna get active on YouTube. Is what I'm trying to okay. get
0: at. Okay. Most definitely. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna uh, see that if y'all want to tap in with her i'm gonna tag her youtube in the title so you can go ahead and click and subscribe over there i think you said something about you wanted to talk about utilization or something but we're going to do a part two or something so if you guys want a part two comment it below we got to cut the episode um i appreciate you hopefully y'all um you know got value out of this make sure you like comment subscribe all that y'all have a blessed one Thanks so much for listening to the CAP podcast. I hope you got beneficial information. If you did, make sure you share it with somebody. Let us know on social media that you're listening to the podcast. And if you haven't gotten the Consumer Law for Geniuses FCRA Edition ebook, you sleep on yourself. So go ahead and text the word FCRA Genius as one word to 914 353 4741. FCRA Genius as one word to 914-353-4741. You can get it for only $10 versus $97. Y'all have a blessed one.